Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. All sights are set on welcoming the Minnesota Vikings to FedEx Field. Logan Paulson and Santana Moss joins me to break down the matchups they will be watching for, plus the return of quarterback Kirk Cousins. So let's go into some of the matchups that I know you're going to be looking forward to uh, this week on the field. And I want to start with Kirk Cousins, uh, mainly because he spent six seasons here. It's his first time coming back. Uh, we haven't seen him since 2017, but both of you caught passes from him. Yeah. Santana, um, what are you seeing from him this season? Very productive. Uh, one of the things that stands out to me the most is they have the right kind of players around them. And the play calling has been exceptionally well. I think one of the things that stands out more than anything that he don't have to get up there and think too much. So he's going out there, he's seeing what he has to do. And whether it's pre-stop and read or throughout the course of the play, he's finding the open guy. But Kurt has always been that productive passer. He just had to get around the right system and he's back to something that he's familiar with. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to see him back comfortable because, like, we, you know, we care about Kirk and want him to do well, but obviously not this weekend. Yeah. Um, I will say the thing that sticks out to me is he's been much better in the fourth quarter. He's yeah. been much more consistent in terms of making plays when the team needs to make those high-leverage situations. He started slow the past couple of games but finished very, very strong and led his team to victories, and that, I think that uh, shows a nice maturity by him over the last couple of years. And for the most part, he's been taking care of the ball. He has 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. Three of them, though, came against Philly. the Philadelphia right. Eagles alone. So for the most part, he hasn't been giving you major opportunities but you know the defensive line is going to be getting all over him in this one and he's familiar with those guys up there as well now one of his top wide receivers is justin jefferson how is he going to do against the secondary logan i mean i think justin jefferson to my eye is one of the most kind of skillful receivers in the nfl he's mm -hmm. very very talented at the catch point he's a he's a he plays bigger than he's listed at. i think he's 6'1 190 pounds he plays bigger than that great physicality, can line up inside, line up outside. So it's going to be a team effort in terms of aggregating resources to stop him. And I think in those man-to-man -man situations, I think you've got to put our best cover corner on him. And I think that's Benjamin St. Juice. You don't want to do that too, too much because that's a tough matchup. But that's what I would. I think you have to do. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that stand out to me is that he, he's not only just one of those guys that you have to worry about on the outside, he's dominant in the inside. Yeah. So I'm glad that we have that kind of, you know, we have that player that we can probably match up or see him, you know, have that kind of coverage. But we can't let him get, 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 get you know, get wild on us because yeah. I've seen him take advantage of teams. Uh, one of the things I want to say on, on the last um, thing you asked me about, we have to take a page out of uh, Philadelphia's book. Mm. They was they played him better than anybody, and it yeah. wasn't because they played great coverage on him. It was because those was guys. Great rush, front. great rush. Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, look, if the quarterback doesn't have any time to be able yeah. to throw the ball, then forget it. Uh, right. Jefferson can't do too much on that side. Uh, on the other side, Taylor Heineke, um, he's going to be going up towards a really stout defensive sure. front yeah. as well, Logan. Yeah, I think that you know Zedarius Smith is one of the best defensive ends in the NFL. I think he's tied for the league lead in sacks right now, and it's not like he's rushing from the defensive end. He lines up at nose guard. He lines up at three technique. They find ways to put him in advantageous situations to rush the passer, and he has been excellent in that. That's where he was most productive in Green Bay. When he was in Baltimore, same thing. They're starting to adopt that package, and he has been performing up to top billing, which, has yeah. been, which is fun to see as a fan of football, but as a Washington fan, makes you a little nervous. Yeah, Vikes' defense is tied with us in sacks. I believe we, uh, we have 21, they have 21, and they have 13 takeaways, mm -hmm. which is ninth in the league. So when you see that coming from a defense, um, Heineke has to be very efficient. He has to make sure that he's doing some right. of the things we've seen in the past uh, few weeks. He's been efficient with the ball, but he's also been making the right decisions. So if it's not there, Take what you can with your legs. When it's there, give the guy to the ball in a timely fashion, and he should be okay. Yep. Yeah, they love that he's not afraid to step in the pocket to make the play, but hopefully smartly as well. That's such a thing. Yeah, Probably right. not smartly. <laughs> Washington's wide receivers have consistently delivered throughout the commander's three-game win streak. 
London Fletcher chatted with Curtis Samuel to discuss the commander's offense and the versatility he brings. Curtis, after the one and four start, we're coming here riding a three-game winning streak. How were you guys able to get things turned around this season? Um, we're a tough team. I mean, we understand that we was out there making plays, but it just wasn't enough. You know, I felt like the problem was we just wasn't putting together four quarters of football. Um, I know this past week, you know, I felt like we slacked off a little bit, but um, we picked it up at the end. And, you know, most important is finishing. One guy who didn't slack off and who hasn't been slacking off is you. You know, over the uh, three out of the last four games, you've had at least five catches, five touches, over 60 yards from scrimmage. You lead us in, in receptions, made a couple of huge catches on fourth down in that ball game against the uh, the Colts. What has been the key for you being able to, um, you know, operate in space the way you've operated and, and have the ball in your hands so much? Uh, really just understanding, the, uh, like, the, res the receiver position. You just never understand when the ball is coming to you. You know what I mean? So much stuff got to go on for you to get the ball, you know, so my mindset each and every time is just like, just be prepared, be ready, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and win your matchup, whenever the ball come your way, just make something happen. Cause you don't know how many times you gonna get the ball. Right, there's been a change at the quarterback position, you know, going to Taylor Heineke over the last two two ball games. Offense, you mentioned, has had some transition with Taylor under center. What what has the what has been the change with, with Taylor being under center? Um, I mean, as far as us as receivers, we know we got to go out there and make plays. You know, as long as we doing what we got to do, getting open, uh, catching the ball and making big plays, we feel like the offense is going to uh, do a good job. Um, uh, you know, I, I really think uh, us as an offense, I feel like we, we all just playing better. You know, Taylor able to, you know, get out the pocket and make extra things happen. And, um, you know, I feel like we're doing a great job. As you as you look at the, uh, the situation with the receivers, you, you got Terry McLaurin. Terry went home, had a big game. How has that playing with Terry kind of opened things up for you in this offense? Um, we know Terry gonna go out there and make plays, make things happen. You know he done think two back to back, back two two great games. You know uh, doing what doing what he does. You know every time the ball is in the air, every time he got a chance, he gonna make something big happen. You know um, teams may start you know try to double. You know what I'm saying, but that's the good thing about our room. We so deep. We got a lot of guys you know that could come in and make uh, big things happen. We got a little bit of injuries, but I feel like every guy that steps in is gonna make something happen out there. We got the 6-1 uh, and one Minnesota Vikings coming in here. going to be a tall task. What's, what do you think is going to be the key when, when going against this, uh, this Vikings defense? Uh, toughness. It's just starting up front. You know, we got to dominate the line of scrimmage. You know, um, we got to protect, uh, protect our quarterback and just make things happen. Just try to put together four quarters of good football. You know, no slacking off, uh, staying on the field, converting third downs, and I feel like that'll help us. Hey, last but not least. We haven't seen you dance in a while, man. Can we expect to see you dancing this uh this Sunday? I gotta get in that end zone, man. <laughs> Trust me, I, I got I got some moves, man. <laughs> I'm just waiting to get in that end zone. That's that's what my point is. Hopefully we'll get you in the end zone this uh this Sunday and see you out there doing your dance moves. Absolutely appreciate it. All right. For all of your news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5.30 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and Commanders.com.